Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcast. Today, we'll be speaking to Enrique Ossio from the Marquez de Valdecia University Hospital in Santander, Spain. Hello, my name is Enrique Ossio. I work in the University Hospital Marquez de Valdecia in Santander in Spain. And I will talk today about uh, quadruplets, the potential use of quadruplets in uh, non-transplant eligible multiple myeloma patients. Well, we know that the first line in transplant ineligible myeloma patients have moved from MPV uh, or lenalidomide dexamethasone to another backbones. And these backbones are now probably the use of both the PI and NIMIT in combinations like, such as the VRT combination, or also the incorporation of novel agents so of monoclonal antibodies into these combinations with the DARA MPV that probably is the first quadruplet that have been approved for the treatment of, of, this, of these myeloma patients, or daratumumab plus RD, lenalidomide and dexamethasone. And probably now these are the three main backbones we have, VRD, DARA MPV, and DARA lenalidomide and dexamethasone. But now though, there is a search for looking for novel combinations, including uh, quadruplet combinations and other alternative quadruplet combinations, probably that, that those that include also a PI plus an imid plus a monoclonal antibody plus obviously steroids. And this is the case for transplant eligible patients in which we have the, uh, the evaluation of DARA VTD as in the Cassiopeia study or DARA VRT in the Perseus or the Griffin studies or even combinations with isatuximab, other anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies or other combinations with PIs and imids such as KRD. And this is so for transplant eligible. But what do we have now for transplant ineligible patients? And here I want to present uh, what we are presented at, at the last at the meetings in ASCO and also in EHA, which is the phase one, two trial that, uh, that has evaluated the treatment of isatuximab, a novel anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody, well, maybe not so novel now because we, already, we all know quite well this uh, anti-CD38 antibody in combination with either VCD, portesomib cyclodex, or VRD. In fact, this trial was initially designed as ISA VCD, and then after seeing the, the, the good tolerability and the good results, it was expanded to include another cohort of patients with vortezomib, lenalidomide, and dexamethasone, remember, in transplant ineligible patients without any, any, any limitation of age or, or, or any, any problem. So I think it's important because these are two different quadruplets, VCD and ISA, ISA, VRD and isatuximab, in this transplant ineligible, some of them that could be quite old. The VCD is a VCD cohort, including 17, included 17 patients. And we, I will press first re, refer to these combinations with vortezomib cyclodex, and 17 patients with in which most of them, I mean all of them except for one, uh, responded. So we have a 93% response rate, which is quite interesting. And two-thirds of these patients achieve complete response. So good uh, efficacy data for these transplant in liable patients with this combination. The duration, the, the duration of response is quite long. It is more than three years now. And at last follow-up, which is 40 months of follow-up, the PFS has not reached, has not been reached. So I think we have a good combination with a good efficacy uh, data. 
What about the VRD? The VRD was then, and this is what I was mentioning at the beginning, that we are looking for these quadruplets incorporating uh, PI and EMID and steroid and also uh, anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody. This is a VRD combination from transplant ineligible, included, recruited here 27 patients, and the response rate was 100%. So all patients responded to this uh, is a VRD combination. And in fact, all but one achieved DGPR. And in fact, in the, la in the subsequent follow-ups after the, the cutoff, I think all patients have achieved a VGPR with uh, this combination. Importantly, we had the opportunity to do, to do MRD evaluation and uh, by NGF and NGS. And at the 10 to the minus 5 uh, level of sensitivity, we have 40% of the patients achieving MRD negativity. Remember, transplant ineligible, some of them up to the age of 80-something. So we have an old, old patient population with a good response with this quadruplet. The follow-up in this uh, subset of patients is shorter. Uh, we have only two years of follow-up, which I think is enough, but we have only three events out of these 27 patients. So no, we don't have the data on the PFS, it's not reached, but most of the patients are with two years follow-up are still on treatment and have gone to the follow-up phase in which they continue with isatuximab and lenalidomide and dexamethasone because we start with ISA-PRD for four cycles of six weeks every cycle and then we move to an ISA-RD maintenance phase. Most of the patients are still on treatment. One thing that is very important for this, for, for this trial is to, to see the tolerability of, of the combination. I think both of them, both of the schemes, the VCD or the VRD, are quite well tolerated. We have uh, um, most of the patients uh, uh, tolerated well and were able to continue with treatment. We have maybe a, a concern with infections that were 30% or 40%, in fact, in both arms were similar with 30-40% of grade 3-4 infections. I think this requires, I think it's important for this type of treatments in elderly patients to use uh, antibiotic prophylaxis, at least in the first cycles. This is, would be my recommendation. And also there are some problems with infusion-related reactions that were around 40% uh, approximately, but they were mostly grade 1 and 2 and most of them in the first cycle. So I think it, it was also manageable. One differential point with the ISA-VRD was the peripheral neuropathy, that we have around 74% of patients that had a peripheral neuropathy, but the great majority of them, almost 70% of them, were grades 1 and 2. So only 7% grade 3 peripheral neuropathy. Again, I think it's not bad and it's well managed with those reductions. So, in conclusion, I think uh, ISA-VRD, ISA-VCD, uh, these are good schemes for transplant uh, ineligible patients. They have demonstrated activity and a good efficacy in terms of response rate and the durability of the responses with a good safety profile. Maybe we have to be, as always with this elderly patient population, cautious with the doses, uh, the, the, those reductions, the use of antibiotics, adaptation. So I think it's important. But with that, I think it's it's well tolerated. And this is the, the well, this is the, the basis for another phase three trials, such as the IMPROTH trial that would evaluate these combinations, is a PRD in, in a randomized fashion.
So also there are other combinations ongoing, with, such as with daratumumab, with ixazomib also in these quadruplet combinations. But I think probably the way to go in the future, this is my, my perspective, would be to go for at least for fit elderly patients to go for quadruplets, incorporating most of these active agents we have in multiple myeloma. Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.